0: leaving a legacy is brought to you by hipsters of the coast.com and can be found on the top deck app every friday you can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leaving a legacy my time to shine leaving a legacy my name is patrick i'm your legacy newbie with me this week as always mr jerry me what's up jerry
1: oh not much pat you know just adding adding more heaps to the pile it snowed today and that's yeah it it did it's crazy spring
0: i was outside uh on friday it was 70 degrees and then i was outside again today working and it was uh Twenty-eight degrees and snowing all over the place. Was I awesome?
1: went. I went outside, just did a t-shirt, and then I looked out the window, and there was snow on the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was this to go to the weed store with all the other stores? <laughs> no,
1: Pat, they closed those down a while ago. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, all right. Uh, I think our friend Josh uh, is out in Colorado, and all the weed stores are closing uh, for for like the statewide shutdown or whatever. And uh, everyone was out there, like, all six feet apart. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'll tell you what, if you tell those stoners you're taking their weed away, they get, uh, they get motivated very uh, quickly.
1: To be fair, Pat, that was the liquor store. The liquor stores were deemed non essential uh, stores, and so they were ordered to shut down. And so people were, like, lining up around the block to stock up before.
0: Are you sure that was the liquor 100% store? 100%. Please, store.
1: please. That's
0: even, that's, that's really Stoners annoying. have
1: standards, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah i think uh the liquor stores are still open in mass which is cool because i've been uh the last couple of nights i've been making my wife and i these um espresso martinis that are fantastic yeah
1: well as soon as uh corona quarantine is over i'm coming over for some espresso martinis
0: well we should do it and do a stream it'll be a good night <laughs> <laughs> they will get you they will get you loose let me tell you <laughs> you will be feeling great. every
1: time you draw a card you have to have an espresso martini
0: Oh boy, we will be. If we're playing secret Show, we will be dead. Yeah. We're not living. Base
1: seven, draw seven, throw up seven. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Oh man! So you still working from home this week? I
1: am been working from home, which has been great because I've been playing a bunch of Magic online. Been pl- nice. playing a bunch of different day. De- I played a I played a uh, league with goblins yesterday, Pat. Oh, how that go? About as much as you'd expect playing goblins. Not <laughs> <in> magic- <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> I went one and four, but it was a ton of fun. Goblin, That's awesome. dude. There's just something so fun about just dumping a bunch of little green dudes onto the board. And green, as in like the art, not the color green. Gotcha. <laughs> I was going to say uh what? I feel that's been lost like that's like an OG thing like little green men always re- used to refer to goblins not elves. Really? Yeah, that's it was oh, just always a thing right. back in the day. Uh-huh. Um back when goblins was relevant, but goblins was a ton of fun like just jamming in with a with a goblin recruiter and uh connecting and it's it's uh it's a lot of fun with that deck. It just unfortunately wasn't very good. I ended up going 1 in 4, but I had a ton of fun doing it, so worthwhile.
0: Yeah that's awesome. Uh, that's one of those decks that seems like it's pretty high variance, like low, l- low. Ceiling, <laughs> oh yeah. Also fairly low floor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, uh, cause,
1: cause there are times where I'm just like, I open a hand. It's like, Oh, it's like, uh, Rishon mountain, aether vial, uh, goblin lackey pile driver pile driver i'm like all right this is pretty good and then other hands i open it and it's like all right i got five lands uh (laughs) goblin matron and goblin settler all right here we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are uh those are two very different starts there for sure
1: yeah so sometimes it's really awesome sometimes you kind of cry and you just get comboed when all you've played is a two -two.
0: (laughs) oh man i'm hoping to jam some magic online this week if i have time i uh i just downloaded doom eternal on uh sunday and got to play that for about a half hour i haven't gotten a chance to get back to it yet but that game is if you've played doom the 2016 version it's like that just amped is turned up a little more and it's uh it's fun it's just blasting heavy metal music and you're just uh Mowing down hordes of demons—it's it's a good time. So. Oh, it's great! It's you're
1: you're stuck in your parents' basement, it'll uh will take you back to the good old days.
0: <laughs> um. All right. Awesome. Well, let's uh let's get into our guest here, Jerry.
1: Hell yeah! You ready, Pat? Yeah. You, let's go. You ready? <laughs> y- yes. Speaking of heavy metal music, we have the inventor of Black Death. <laughs> Back on the cast, <laughs> Mr. Tony Benedetti, coming back on to grace us again with another sweet home brew. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about some updates to the sweet sweet Black Death deck that uh, you you invented and covered the last time you're on the cast. Wel- welcome back, man.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Um, had a lot of fun last time, and uh, yeah, I just got uh, another five zero last night. With uh, my latest iteration,
1: sick, no. uh, very different. So, kind of refresh our our uh, listeners. Last time you run, we had, you talked about uh, Black Death, D E T H, uh, Black Death, which was the mono deck, all the combos in one deck. <laughs> can you can you give yep. us a uh, kind of a rundown of that real quick?
2: Yeah, so I mean, you're basically running the. It's an acronym, so I borrowed the E from Dark Depth. so Death. Uh, stands for Depths, Tendrils, Helm. Because those are your three main modes of winning. Uh, you have Ley Line of the Void, Helm of Obedience combo. You've got your Hex Mage, Dark Depths, Despian Stage package. And you also have a Tendrils of Agony that you can uh, combo off with ill-gotten gains for those of you um, old, older, Folk who know that card, it's uh, <laughs> from Urza's Saga. Back and uh,
1: back in my day, we didn't have no fancy past in flames. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so you can, and, you, and then you have just a bunch of mana ramp: four lines, eye diamonds, four lotus petal, four dark ritual, four duress, four thoughtsees, four infernal tutor, and uh, and then the ill gotten gains can allow you to chain a bunch of spells together getting cards back from your graveyard and finishing off with a very stylish Tendrils of Agony.
1: Yes. Well, there's also so much other synergy with the deck too. Like, so you have the God and Gains, which which works great with Tendrils of Agony, but you're also running Leyline of the Void, Helm of Obedience combo in the deck. And Ilgot and Gains and uh, uh, Leyline of the Void is actually an insane combo because Ilgot and Gains is each player discards their hands and then returns three cards from their graveyard, to their hands. But if your opponent doesn't yeah. have a graveyard, and <laughs> Gains just straight up <laughs> says, "You return three cards from your graveyard to your hand. Your opponent discards their hand." <laughs>
2: exile your hand. Yeah, page. exile your hand. Even
1: even <laughs> even better. Even better. So, <laughs> yeah, just a really sweet uh deck with lots and lots of synergy, which is funny because it looks like you just took like every colorless or black <laughs> four, four color four color converted mana cost combo piece and yeah. shoved it together. <laughs>
2: It's definitely stronger than it looks. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at your suggestion, um, we threw a couple Karns in there, and I've been running them ever since, loving them.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got um, color- colorless four-mana combo pieces? Karn, come on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I've got the whole... So we have those main combos now, but also in the sideboard, I can wish for Painter's Servant, Grindstone, or Lattice, or, you know, Fetch a Helm. Uh, the, the, so we got uh, all of the things.
1: Uh, black is now spelt with the Nor- the Norwegian way, with like the emphasis over the K, that that's now stands for Karn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will make a note of that.
1: <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> just just <laughs> laying down the groundwork. <laughs>
2: just, letting, just letting you know. Jer,
0: Jerry's about yeah, the so branding, that, right?
2: Um, I'm an ideas yeah, man. The list, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that the exact list that I 5-0'd with last night will um, go up. Oh, by the way, there's now a Discord specifically for death. Um, so, that, if you're a it fan, very relevant to these trying of, times. <laughs> yeah, it's jeez, it's, yeah, it's crazy out there. So, um, yeah, if you come in, you know, tune into my stream, or you can find it. We will send you an invite, and you can uh, get all the latest. We've got some people that are started brewing with um, with green. We got a, a green black version. We've got all kinds of crazy stuff happening within the category death
1: nice kind of uh that's always nice to see a deck start to you know get followers and start to evolve and and the you know deck starts to you know yeah. branch out from there
2: and that's and it's really cool cuz I remember we talked about that uh last time I was on here where it was literally just me playing the deck and that was one of my hopes and wishes was that you know, you could get somewhat of a hive mind starting to work and chip away at different possibilities because there's just, you just can't do it all by yourself. There's not enough games. There's not enough data to, so you can do the best you can, but when you have a larger group, like working on the same thing, you're going to get more interesting results and more data to pull from.
1: Awesome. So cool. Nice. So any big changes to the deck since the last time you were on?
2: Um, So I have a couple different iterations. Um, The main change that I have done, this is not the list I 5.0'd with, but I also threw Grizzle Brand combo.
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, (laughs) Yep,
2: Jerry's
0: on board (laughs) with that for sure.
2: So we had, that was uh, Eric Landon challenged me to try and fit a tin fins package in, <laughs> in, the de- in the deck as well so uh challenge accepted
1: nice um
2: I did get only one five with that it's yeah there's a lot you know so I had like painter grindstone we had Grizzlebrand karn Helm, leyline who gotten gains dark dabs microense lattice out of the board and an echo of eon. so you could just like uh you know with an entomb. And shallow grave, so you could get Grizzlebrand into play as an instant. You could also hold priority when you're sacking LED. So you can, so you know, you, if you have Grizzlebrand stuck in your hand, you draw your shallow grave with a lion's eye diamond on the table. It's pretty, it, you, there are some hilariously fun games. But also, there's plenty of times where you just lose. Yeah. It definitely doesn't have it, it. It doesn't have the same consistency. But like, I do. It's probably my favorite deck to play, just because there's so many things you can do. It's like, I don't. What do you want to do?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm um, blanking on the name. Who's that artist who would draw those like crazy contraptions? That it was just like a really overcomplicated way to do a simple task. Now, no one knows. Okay, yeah,
0: I don't know. Oh, uh. Uh come on. I know what you're talking about. Oh shit. A yep. magic
1: artist? No, no, it's it's like oh, a Rube, a Rube, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, Rube, Rube Goldberg machine. There we go. Yes. That's that's what it is. <laughs> where it's just like a really convoluted machine that like involves like it looks like something from rat trap and then it's all to like crack an egg open. That's that's what the deck feels like. You're doing like 30 different combos and the simple thing is like you just want to win the game. You just want to win the right. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: some, and some and there have been definitely been times where like I did some crazy line where like I cast, you know, Grizzlebrand to draw and like go Echo to draw again and like end up doing, you know, casting all these spells when like i could have done something way simpler just to win the game but like <laughs> didn't see it till i was halfway through the nonsense that i was doing
1: what's wrong with, just just cast Dover secrets come on what's what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> boo boo <laughs> well awesome well that's good that the deck's still going strong and you got uh, another a group of people all working on it and developing it that's sick uh, but just one deck isn't enough for you. You're you're brewing up a second deck now too, aren't you?
2: Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to so actually this was something I was testing just last week, and um, I got a five zero on stream. I usually don't like stream while I'm testing my decks, but for some reason I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. Just gonna go for it. Okay. And uh, and I ended up five owing on on stream, so it was uh sort of a, a take on a deck that I used to play in modern back in two thousand and twelve. And it basically, do you want me to start getting into the deck?
1: Yeah, we can. No? No. Yeah, let's go, Pat. You want to run down the list?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh first of all, what do you call? Do you have a special name for this list? Uh, it, so,
2: you, the, probably something that's gonna just resonate with people is the green-white hate bears deck, Mm -hmm. um, but the reason I built it was because death, as we know, and I begrudgingly admit, is very weak to cards like Force of Will, Mm -hmm. and, and cards with, with extensive counters, so, I wanted to design a deck that can beat delver and control decks. and so my fr- my friend had actually kind of took- came up with the name which is uh, Furrow, which is sort of stands for F-uro. euro uro that's <laughs> that stupid car that everybody's <laughs> playing now it's just wow. like so strong, I, I strong to punish <laughs> yeah and, and you know if you add an extra r cuz like hate bears and bears are furry and Furrow, I don't know. So hate bears or furrow, whatever whatever floats your boat.
1: I'm I'm liking the mental um, gymnastics of furrow. I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> All we need is there for it to be a furrow breakfast cereal.
2: <laughs> so I, I was noticing just like people are stretching their mana bases and even with Astrolabe there's still like plenty of fetches that uh, that people are playing, so I wanted to try and and punish those type of decks. So it keys in um, on Leonin Arbiter and Avon Mind Sensor. There are, I think, the the biggest differences between this and other Hate Bear decks, especially in Legacy.
1: I feel we need to read Avon Mindcensor Mind Sensor because that used to be a staple of Legacy in the Death and Taxes list, but it's really been pushed. Yeah. It's been pushed out, and I don't think I've seen it in a list probably for a couple years now um but even mind sensors two and a white for a two one flash flying if an opponent would search the a library that player searches the top four cards of his or her library instead and you're right like people are playing a lot of basics but they replaced their dual lands with their basics they're still playing more or less the same number of fetch lands as they were playing before um yeah so you know even mind sensor still has a pretty good effect in, in that department as far as like shutting down fetch lands.
2: And it's, it goes beyond like just fetch lands where you're playing lands and they're trying to cast crop rotation. People are trying to cast green sun, Zenith stoneforge mystic, like almost ever in tomb, almost every deck is trying to do something broken. So basically I'm just trying to prevent them from doing that. I'm going to make them play some fair magic.
1: Yes, and then, so you got, yeah, three Aven Mind Sensor, then four Leon and Arbiter, which does a similar effect. It's one white for a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, players can't search libraries. Any player may pay two for that player to ignore this effect until end of turn. So that's great when you just, like, turn two, do Arbiter, turn three Mind Sensor. Now, anytime you want to tutor your deck, you have to pay two mana just to tutor, and then you only get to tutor four cards deep.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that, and my my favorite thing about the Leonin Arbiter is that it allows me to run not only for wasteland but for ghost quarter additionally, and it essentially turns your ghost quarters into stone rains if your opponent doesn't have two mana to pay. So if you can play correctly, you kind of just wait till your opponent's tapped out, and you can just sneak a ghost quarter if you've got an arbiter in play and Dist- start destroying basics, essentially.
1: Yeah, basically, just turn that into a straight-up strip mine. That's pretty good. So, uh, I mean,
2: and it runs the Noble Hierarchs, so you can theoretically just go turn one Hierarch, turn two Arbiter, Ghost Quarter, kill your land.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's then, pretty nasty.
2: And then off of Aether Vile also is, because the deck runs four Aether Viles, if you're on two counters, you can wait until they fetch, and then with the fetch activation on the stack, you can drop Arbiter into play a lot of times, getting them with the gotcha.
1: Oh, does that work? That That's interesting. So the, Oh, because, yeah, sacking the fetch, you tap sack, put it on the stack, and then Leon yes. the Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Uh, sorry, Pat, we rudely interrupted you. Would, would you like to uh, continue down the list?
0: Uh, you, you mean start the list? Because I didn't even start. It. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do that.
1: <laughs> Pat, listen, you're talking too much. I'm going to need you to reel it in.
0: <laughs> uh, you got it. Uh, all right, let's go down this real quick, and then we can get into the kind of the ins and outs of the decks. Um, so, with the creature package uh, three noble hierarch, one aether sworn Canidus, two gaddictig, four leon and arbiter, one remorseful cleric, two stone forge mystic, four thalia guardian of thraben, three avon mind sensor. 2 wisp, 3 Loxodon Smiter, and 1 Sanctum Prelate. Uh, we're also running 4 Swords of Plowshares, uh, 4 Aether Vials, and then the um, Stoneforge package includes uh, a Gitae, uh a Sword of Fire and Ice, and a Batter Skull. And then for the lands, uh, looks like we have uh, 4 Ghost Quarter, 4 Horizon Canopy, 1 Caracas, 4 Razor Verge Thicket, 4 Savannah. One Forest, one Plains, four Wasteland.
1: So the Razor Verge think it's kind of interesting. Is that just because you don't have any uh, fetches?
2: Uh, no, because when you ha- when I have Arbiter, Arbiter doesn't just affect your opponent, it affects you. So I'm, right. intentionally, I'm intentionally doing a fetchless mana base so I don't have to play around my own Arbiter, even though I still have to because of Stoneforge.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I mean, as in like you don't have any fetches of your own, so you're running the Oh, race. right, yeah. Yep. I, I that all, that kind of brings up the second point I wanted to bring up. It's interesting you're still playing a Stoneforge Mystic package despite having an Anti Stoneforge yes. card in the deck.
2: Yeah the the thing is it's just too good to not to not have in there. And when you're playing a bunch of two two dorks, like you sort of need to put a sword on them if you want to close out some games. Um, so you know I've. I, I did try it without it and even Mind Sensor only affects your opponent, so you're really only playing around Arbiter. And so you I mean you have the advantage of manipulating the situation, so you're you you don't always run into the where it's like, Oh, I can't do this. It happens maybe every once in a while and uh it hasn't been too much of a problem.
1: Yeah, well also I'm I'm guessing like since you're running uh vile you can always vial it in and turn, and that p- takes the pressure in off your mana two. base. Yeah, yeah. so exactly. like, yeah. I mean, because you're still going to be the soon as you're still going to be uh, vialing in a stone forge, just turn three, so you'll you'll have the mana up. Uh, you know, yeah. assu- assuming.
2: And and a lot of times, if, if let's say I don't have any ramp or vial, and I'm just, and I have arbiter two lands and a, or three lands, one of them being a ghost quarter and a stoneforge mystic. I'll just play stoneforge mystic on turn 2. It's a it's a heavy like counter bait, you know, even though I want it to resolve, if they counter it, then I get to most of the time go turn 3 arbiter ghost quarter get their land. Yeah. Basically, you play stoneforge first.
1: Yeah. So sometimes you just want to bait the counterspell out. Now, did you put this deck together in response to Breach getting banned, or were you tinkering with this before Breach was banned?
2: No, um, it really had nothing to. It was I only started it. You know, since the quarantine, I've had some more time since I'm um or shelter, whatever Shel- you
1: call it. <laughs> Sh- shelter in place. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you know, I, d- I don't normally have enough a lot of time to start messing with brews and stuff like that, but now. I've been the last the last week. I've been I've been doing a bunch of different stuff, so it's uh it's been a lot of fun. But it had really no bearing or relation to. I knew that breach had been banned, but it wasn't a direct response to that. Again, it was more like the Euro decks and everybody playing Oko and it, three color minimums, sometimes four colors.
1: Nice. So, because I I just feel like this uh deck would be kind of ill-suited against Breach since Breach... I've, Breach didn't really... Well, I guess it had the Enlightened tutors, but I feel like Breach wasn't going to the tutor as often. It was more relying on just, like, dumping its deck into its graveyard.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really need to do... Yeah, that deck was... and that's And that's the funny thing, where, you know, this deck is super weak to, you know, combo decks, or basically graveyard decks, like Reanimator and Dredge and uh, so i now can choose if i'm gonna play death or this depending what i think i'm gonna be facing because it actually is pretty good against the delver decks there are they're are super close matches all the time um and the the Loxodon smiters which we listed as a uncounterable four four so that also helps in those <laughs> those types of matchups it gets over, yeah. overbols and they can't counter it.
1: Right. Yeah, I was going to say, how often does the discard effect come into play? Because I feel like there isn't that much untargeted no, discard yeah. right now.
2: So far, it has come into play exactly zero times.
1: Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
2: but a 4-4 four, four, can't be countered is, is worth it in this deck? Um, I mean, I think so, just because, I don't know, it stops 3-3 three, three Elks. It can attack mm-hmm. through a lot of stuff. Um, if you have a hierarch backing him, um, I just think I've been playing around with a blue-white version that runs True Name Nemesis in that spot, in mm-hmm. basically uh, Meddling Mage. But I've <laughs> to to quote one of my friends, it's like, why don't you try the the blue with True Name Nemesis and stop running bad cards? <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I actually have been pretty happy with it. You know, take. Take it or leave it, but I've I thought it's been pretty strong. Yeah, it dies to swords of plowshares still, but a lot of times four four just gets the job done.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's take a look. I like what what's with the uh, the snow covered basics? Is that just to, uh, to troll your opponents?
2: Yeah, I mean, is there is there a justifiable argument for like not running snow covered basics?
1: Yeah, though I can't think of any white green astrolabe decks, but <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't know how many people you're gonna fool with that, but it could. No. It could.
2: Well the, if you play the planes, maybe.
1: Yeah, if you go like snow covered planes, like maybe I'm thinking you're on like miracles until I see, you know, the razor razor verge thicket come down. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm like, all right, the jig's up. <laughs> the jig's up. Concession.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, the deck is almost modern legal, right? Was, yeah,
1: that's true. You could you could run this in modern.
2: Gta Wastelands, and Savannas. So I guess prelate.
1: So I feel like there was a modern deck similar to this. Yeah. uh running uh what was it Mirren the Mornstar, or something like that I forget it 's like one black black players can 't draw cards at the beginning of mm-hmm. each player 's upkeep They search yes. their card for a live for uh they search their library for a card and put it in their hand, so that plus
2: oh
1: yeah that it was like that was the modern deck it was like it was uh white black. And it was that plus Mind sensor and Arbiter, and then basically your opponents couldn't search their libraries or wouldn't ever draw another card.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And can do a little little, uh, uh, splash black.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is happening
1: 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I should charge you every time you come on this podcast. (laughs) So many ideas.
2: That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, Karn <laughs> <card> seems good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's actually
1: that's actually surprising. Um, uh, just as far as like quarantine goes, just, like all the uh, br- decks and brews that are going to come out of this period. Just everyone staying yeah. at home. All anyone can do is play with their cards. So many people we've seen have been setting up like tournaments at home, like setting up streaming, streaming Mm -hmm. sections. I hopped on with uh, a the other day. Um, He, he got like a little stream set up uh, and people were just playing each other. And uh, it's amazing the lengths people will go to like still replicate that, uh, that Friday night magic feel, even if they can't leave their homes. Mm -hmm. So I have,
2: I have seen some, I've played against like probably the most, Diverse slash interesting decks in the last week than I have in a, a long time in Legacy, and it's been, it's been really fun. Like I I played against one deck that was like treasure hunting.
1: No oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, they were treasure hunting, and then what's they? Oh, and then they had a zombie infestation, <laughs> and this like their deck was like almost all lands with like dark depths and thespian stages and crop rotations and treasure hunts so they would draw like 20 cards off of a treasure hunt and then discard them all to the zombie infestation and make a billion billion two-twos
1: sick <laughs> that sounds awesome
2: yeah That's a, but just like stuff like that I've been running into like some really cool really cool brews
1: yeah there's a lot of really cool stuff going on and um, it, it is nice to see that there is at least some silver lining coming out of all of this um, yeah but- I am definitely excited to get back to the LGSs, get back to the tournaments and get back to normal life. So with uh with the deck, what uh what else are you kind of seeing online? Like what are your kind of tough matchups?
2: Uh Reanimator is nigh unwinnable. And maybe and also Dredge. I mean I've got a what did I have in this board? Did I have a rest in peace? I didn't have a rest in peace. I mean I was you just Reanimator's so good. Like I would have Cage on turn one on the play, but they have Chancellor, so I have to do like play a vial, it gets countered, then Oh, there's Grizzlebrand. Game over. Yeah. So
1: that can be tough I can guess.
0: Are we seeing a lot of reanimator again?
1: Is I've seen more
2: out? of it. I am okay. seeing more of it over the last week than than before.
1: Maybe they're kind of prepping, they're assuming everyone's cutting all the graveyard hate out of their sideboards and it's safe to come out again.
2: And I've, I've played against, there's one league where I almost only played against land variants. Hmm. I don't know, but I've been playing lands at least like, probably once a league for every league that I've played the last week. Which isn't a ton of leagues, but... It's a small sample size, but uh, definitely way more than I remember playing before. And everybody's playing Oko. Everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really need people to stop playing Ice Fang Quaddle. I've had a I've had a <laughs> I've had to put down the blue green Omnitel list. Not because I think the deck's bad now, but because I can't. I saw
2: your, I, I saw your post.
1: On- I ju- I can't afford them anymore. <laughs> like they've doubled in price in the last couple of weeks, and I use the rental service, and now the the Omnitel list is out of my budget because Ice Fan Quaddles are like sixty bucks a piece now. <laughs> it's getting crazy out there.
2: like almost all the Modern Horizon stuff is just outrageous. Some for almost no reason. Some of it. Uh, I mean, tw- yeah, tw- 20 tickets for a for the red white horizon land it's like 16 to 20 for plague engineers or collectors was, I mean, these are,
1: was modern horizons just not released on magic online like was it only in it treasure was just chests? it's
2: just it, it it was but it's just expensive so i'm guessing not as many people opened that much of it so uh, it's probably a lower supply
1: yeah, that's that's probably true. Like when people are just like, uh, I could draft the regular set for $12 or I could draft this set for like 20. It's like I don't really want to pay $20 to draft a digital set. Yeah. Missed opportunities, people. We need you guys <laughs> cracking those packs to keep this price of cards down.
2: <laughs> um as far as other matchups that are troublesome, mainly mainly reanimator and dredge are probably the top two. Oh, and Stifro Pile that deck just demolishes me
1: <laughs> yeah i can guess the re- the punishing fire recurring deck is pretty good against the deck of all uh x2s <laughs> yeah
2: yeah i play i played him twice and i was like this is this is just silly he was like yeah that's sort of how these games go
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but other than that, though, you've been doing good with it. You said you've been doing getting a yeah. lot of getting a lot of four ones and a couple five o's. Um,
2: just the one five o. I did have a couple four ones, three twos, and there's an 0-3 and a one four in there somewhere too, I think. But they're <laughs> all different iterations. You know, I was like making changes as I went, so I think this is the most recent one. And for for just strictly green white, and I think I did have a. A four one, a five zero, and then a one four with this.
1: Nice, good stuff.
2: But yeah, if you get paired against a bunch of combo, you're probably not going. You're going to end on the, the lower end of the spectrum. If you get paired against control and and so Well, I mean, it can beat like decks like storm and stuff. But I'm talking about dredge and reanimator. Those are really hard.
1: Yeah, I can.
2: I did beat re. I I did beat reanimator once, but. You know, I've probably played it four times and the other three were just not close.
1: Right. So I mean basically your only hope is to shut down the entomb and even then they can still just naturally yeah. draw what they need. Yep. Yeah, you don't really have any discard or counter magic to actually like actively stop something happening.
2: Just ferry macabre out of the sideboard is really the only
1: Oh yeah, we haven't talked about the sideboard yet. Let's let's dive into that. Pat, you're up. All right, <laughs>
0: it's my time to shine.
1: Don't fuck it up.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, so we got one Chalice of the Void. Just the one, huh? Just one, yeah. It's all you need. All right, uh, one Grafdigger's Cage, one Path to Exile, two Veil vale of Summer, one aether Sworn candidate, uh, one Phyrexian Revoker, one Return to Nature, one tomic Distinguished Advocist, two Council's Judgment, two Fairy Macabre, one Sanctum Prelate, and one Thrun, the Last Troll. Yes, my favorite. So let's talk about the uh the chalice of the void. What is this singleton chalice coming in? Is this something that you're gonna search up with uh with uh Stoneforge?
2: Uh no, he can't search oh, up. Oh that's equipment only, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Well I uh, yeah, uh I just blanked out in there. Um, um yeah, so tell me why is Chalice in here.
2: It's basically in the hopes to stop uh decks like Tess and Wurza. Or not Wurza, but, you know, the Urza Urza decks that have all the the zero drops. Because Mm -hmm. I want to be able to just play something that's going to affect their combo pieces on my turn one while still advancing my board. So, I mean... Gotcha.
1: That's living on the knife's edge.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But it's a... uh, it slightly increases my chances against those matchups. I guess.
1: Well, yeah, that's all that matters. You know, I'm bringing
2: then. in. I'm, I'm. I'm. bringing in other cards in addition to that for those matchups, like, like Veil of Summer, uh, Sanctum Prelate,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: Deafening Silence. So it's just another, one more thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Death by a million paper cuts. Exactly. Nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's also a good deck name.
1: <laughs> million paper cuts branded. <laughs> all right pat you're slacking what do you mean i'm slacking continue with the sideboard i
0: just read through the whole thing
1: oh okay well Cherry, have more comments <laughs> you were you were
0: <laughs> you were in the weed store line today weren't you jerry don't lie
1: i am the line <laughs> all right so
0: you said you've been having issues with the uh with the graveyard decks right so you obviously have the path to exile here. Uh, what else are you bringing in in those matchups besides the fairy macabre? Uh, bringing
2: fairy macabre, return to nature, and the graft digger's cage. So I have those four cards. I probably need to dedicate more slots. And then you know if there's anything match dependent that you know maybe I'll bring in veil of summer. Also if they're targeting me with hand hate. But hmm. I didn't. At this point, I I hadn't. I didn't have any cataclysms, which I think are good against opponents like, you know, things like goblins or elves or dredge. That's going super wide, super fast. And do, I, you, and I don't do you do you worry about decks like that
0: though? Do you worry about decks like that? seem like they're very much not a part of the larger metagame. I mean, how how much are you sculpting this to beat like the top five decks versus? Try to have right. a little something it's, against exactly. everything. Yeah, because
1: I gotta tell you, I played a league last night. All five matches, I saw a goblins deck on the fields.
2: <laughs> really?
1: It was my side of the fields, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point.
2: <laughs> I mean, I did. I played. I played goblins with a the other day, and I lost because they just you might have you might many dudes.
1: You might have been my one win of that league. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's possible i think you would have remembered though true true yeah that's probably fair <laughs>
1: yeah i I just kind of blanked it out it was all a blur it all ran together
2: but i've been having a lot of fun with this if you like playing like death and taxes and stuff like that oh it's also we got the Gaddock teagues in there which yeah they're all right
1: yeah i mean i think i think Every, this is...
2: everything does a little something
1: yeah, I I feel like this is a cool list like if you really like Maverick but you want to kind of increase the like synergy and lock pieces a bit more. Like it's less less on the beater side and more on the uh yeah. kind of prison side.
2: Yeah, green white prison. Yep. Like it.
1: Yeah, actually speaking of while we're here, you could replace those Loxodon Smiters with uh Knight of the Reliquaries and and just throw that Dark Depths package right back in here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll go it's more stin- that'll go real yeah, well I with did. the Leonian Arbiters
2: <laughs> not only that but it's like you're putting a lot less lands in your graveyard because you don't have the fetches Right. So <laughs> he's going to be like a 3-3 three, three unless you get him <laughs> fetching
1: listen I said but I was an yeah. ideas man I didn't say they were good ideas <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean honestly it might be just as good as Smiter if not better I mean Again, there's only one card that conflicts with it. Yeah, right now
1: that's the Stoneforge Mystics. Or, or you're saying which one card that conflicts with Knight uh, of the Reliquary?
2: The, the Arbiter. Yeah, if we were Knight yeah. of the Reliquary, I definitely want to, but I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if we put four ley lines in a couple helms.
1: Yeah. What well, do we then... just turn turn this <laughs> turn this deck mono black? <laughs> uh, and
2: then we're now we're now we're cooking with fire.
1: Exactly, though so I do kind of like the Mare and Mar the Morn song, but that is pretty rough on the mana base, double black
2: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, cho- I've been trying white X, by the way So I've got a white blue version of this, I had a, I tested a white black version, but didn't have that card in it uh, The white red version is garbage, don't do it, don't ever do it
1: <laughs> Stay away
2: and, Yeah I really wanted to play a Johnny Vengeance uh, legacy. It
1: just didn't happen.
2: Oh, it happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kind of wish it didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think Green White is just, you have the. Uh, having access to Veil vale is a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, Veil vale is pretty darn good right now. Yeah,
2: I think so. I also love Thrun the Last Troll. It's probably one of my favorite cards in Magic
1: so much that you put it in the sideboard and not the main though
2: yeah I could put it in the main it's probably better than the third smiter it's just you just feel so safe he can't <laughs> be countered they can't target him it just gives me like a really comforting feeling when he comes down on the table and he regenerates Se-
1: security blanket Thrun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly Nice, um well, anything else you want to add on the about the deck before we kind of move on because there is something else I wanted to talk to you about,
2: oh dang, um no, I think that's that that's about it. I mean, use vials, play a bunch of cool creatures, and make your opponents not be able to fetch things,
1: yeah, sounds pretty good to me, definitely a cool list, also it's like it's pretty cheap to put together uh. Ma- uh, MTG Goldfish is saying it's cu- clocking in at about $240 on Magic Online.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Wastelands are almost more than a third of that, so...
1: Right, yeah, Wastelands are $75, so that's that's a fairly cheap deck uh, if anyone's looking for kind of a, uh, a budget way to get into Magic Online in these, uh, you know, stuck-at-home times.
2: Yeah, and uh, it also you can easily pivot just to... You know, your traditional death and taxes also.
1: Yeah, that too. That too. Well, nice. So the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is so, some little magic sketch comedy. What, what's going on with this?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, I I uh, got a group of guys. We started uh, Manitutors.com um, maybe nine, ten months ago now, and we just you know, in our spare time, we post, write something we think is interesting and post it on the site. And then we started, uh, filming some short sketches, just, um, magic related. And we have two up so far on YouTube. It's, uh, Mana Tutors. Uh, if you search Mana Tutors on YouTube, there's a couple video of my buddy's uh, you know, a film guy. And so he, he shot the, he shot them for us. And
1: I was gonna say the qual the quality is way higher than what I was expecting when I heard magic sketch <laughs> comedy on YouTube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so he's a he's like you know professional and he does he does editing and he's taught film classes and so you know he was he's he's got his own production company. I think it's Spires. Gosh, I wish I had that right now. But. Um, yeah it was it was a lot of fun. We've got two up there, and we have uh, a couple more in the works, but obviously a lot of stuff is getting put on hold
1: yeah you kind- know? kind of hard to film things when everyone's stuck at home. <laughs> I guess you could do Although, some s- some one man shows
2: yeah, so it's just a we're looking to get our location for this other one, but we've got two more what I think are pretty funny ones coming down the line
1: yeah and they're quick they're like you know three four minute sketches it kind of reminds me of like uh college humor or crack.com like all all those videos back in the day uh just some 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 good good wholesome comedy i sent pat the uh the sniff uh earlier uh, or i think yesterday <laughs> <laughs> what did you th- what did you think pat
0: i didn't watch it yet
1: I'm oh wow. With way to participate, Pat. Well, I'm fucking busy, bro. What <laughs> the fuck do you want? You're staying home. Everyone's staying no, home. No, I'm not. I've
0: been working six days a week for the last three weeks. I'm not staying home. Good luck, Charlie Baker. Try to make me stay home. Come find me. Alright,
1: good. We're all <laughs> taking a quiet moment to think about that. Think about what Pat did.
0: I mean, I'm you know, I'm in the, I'm outside. I'm all by myself, so I can't imagine that. And, you know, we're in power production, so I think we're probably essential. I'm hoping. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm I mean, hoping. yeah, if we're all stuck at home and then we lose power, they're going to have riots in the street.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I can't play my Magic Online leagues? Yeah. Rah! Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> what do you mean no Wi-Fi? So silly, right. silly,
1: Pat. Wi-Fi is magic. It doesn't run on electricity. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I saw there was a, a Legacy 100, 100K going on?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, we should talk about that, because that sold out in about an hour, one year <laughs> before the tournament is <laughs> supposed to take place. That's so it's crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. I, I wonder why
0: they decided to start selling tickets out a year out. It <sighs> seems a little crazy to me.
1: Yeah. Like I held off and I'm now kicking myself. I was like texting me. I was like, Hey, we all go to this. We all go to this. And then by the time everyone got back to me and was like, yeah, we're going to go to this. Let's get tickets. It had already sold out. I was shocked. I guess I shouldn't have been really been surprised considering how quickly the last couple sold out. But I just figured with, you know, everything going on with Corona and the fact that the event was a year away, I thought I was going to have some more time to sign up for it.
0: I was a little bummed that, like, registration opened during the middle of the day when, like, when people are working.
2: Yeah. I was sort of
0: like, ah, that kind of sucks. Like, I would have preferred seeing it, like, at, you know, 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. or something like that. But it's it's whatever, you know? Yeah. I'm glad it sold out. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Just shows that there's still a ton of interest in Legacy. People want to play high-stakes Legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, they're ready to do it.
2: Yep. Legacy is the best format. 100%
1: 100% can't beat legacy.
2: Even even with Oko.
1: <laughs> even with Oko. You know, you could splash blue for true name nemesis in this and also run some Okos so, yourself.
2: So I did that's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm testing right now. Believe it or not. <laughs> I've got his call it uh, Oko Bear is what I'm, what's the title of my deck titled.
1: <laughs> ah, that's what Pat's exes used to call him. Oko Bear. What's that?
0: <laughs> what they call
1: me? Oko Bear. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> just rub, rub your back and say "good job, Oco Bear." <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, um, if you if uh, anyone's interested in the sketches, we've got you know manitutors dot com. We've got all the um, content and links to the sketches there or on YouTube. Manatutors. We just started a Patreon. I think we've got two patrons right now. Sweet. Nice. So.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll link to uh, the sketches you have up in the show notes because they are really funny. Uh, I definitely recommend people watch them. It's it's like three minutes, people. You got three minutes. Uh, don't be like Pat and not have time hey, to watch like a, me out right now. a well, three say, like minute me video.
0: Out, you just explicitly <laughs> called me out. So
1: I feel like you're calling me out, just like Pat, <laughs> just like Pat. Three <laughs> minutes out it's, of it's, your day.
2: <laughs> you know we. You guys have, like, so many great things going on, and that's kind of, like, what ho- we hope to do coming up, you know, the long term with ManaTutors is mm-hmm. to start start to throw ManaTutors tournaments on the West Coast up in the North Bay. You know, um, yeah. the first one that we do, we were going to try and do uh, in June, um, but it's probably going to get pushed back. And the first one we're going to do is going to be Legacy. So... I mean we will we'll get the word out. You know, just something to get get back to the community, keep people playing. I think that you know we've got so many good stores. Um we got Channel Fireball, we got Forgotten Path Games, and that's sort of like, you know, North Sacramento and and then down in San Jose, but something sort of in the Bay Area to have s- some bigger tournaments I think would we'll yeah, be cool. Yeah.
1: For sure. I mean, the more tournaments we can have the better and yeah, it is kind of rough with everything going on. I guess that brings up a good point. I mean, as we're still planning for the leaving a legacy to continue as scheduled, obviously, if this whole coronavirus still continues into the summer, and that's not a possibility, um, you know, we might have to postpone it. But as of right now, we're still expecting the leaving a legacy to go on as scheduled.
0: Yeah, we haven't we haven't changed anything with that. So that's that's June sixth, and I'm hoping that. Things have settled down by then. but who knows, right? We're just taking it day by day at this point. So
1: day by day, I'm just gonna break out into Godspell now, Pat. I don't know what
0: that. What's that? Is that a God? You uncultured, like a worse version of Godsmack. You uncultured swine. What? Because I don't watch <laughs> like show tunes. I'm not. I'm not cultured.
1: Oh, you don't know what Godspell is, but you do know it's a show tune. Hmm. Well, just by the way you were singing it, I assumed it was a show tune. <laughs> Likely
0: excuse. Likely excuse. I mean that's that's the that's the reason but okay. Is that like from um Is that from like the uh Technicolor robe thing?
1: Uh Jonas's that that? Technicolor Dreamhouse? No. Yeah, whatever. But it's literally called Godspell. That's lit- oh. that's it's called Godspell. More more famously performed in What Hot American Summer though. That's where the sign's better known from.
2: What is that? Patrick, I don't know what it is either. So okay, sorry. Yeah. what is what yeah,
1: is the sorry. thing you
0: said, Jerry? Is that a movie?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. God, I'm gonna go cry. Why? <laughs> is that big a deal? There's no hope left for humanity.
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, do we want to head out into scoops and poops?
1: Yeah, let's do scoops.
0: All right. Who are you scooping in 8 this week, Jerry?
1: I am scooping in all of our health workers. I have a lot of friends who are doctors or nurses or nurse practitioners, and just the whole healthcare family. You guys are doing awesome, and you know I know it's this is really tiring times for you right now. So, hoping if you listen to this and this makes your day just a little bit better, then I'm I'm happy. But you guys keep doing you. Nice. Uh, any poops? uh poops i want to s- uh snow in spring i'm done with snow pat no more snow are we actually in spring right now It it's officially spring by my books i shut my heat off so it's oh, fair enough all so right. it's it's springtime gotcha gotcha i'm and i'm already like you know that cranky old dad where once it goes off we don't turn it back on again <laughs> could be negative Just 20 at night We'd already turned the, the heat off socks That's yeah. all. <laughs> put a sweater on <laughs>
0: uh and uh Ant- anthony any uh any scoops this week
2: yeah i mean i would definitely echo what jerry said but also scooping in you know all the people that are you know without income right now and i'm hope that you know we can give them something to laugh about or listen to and uh you know we're all going through this together so you know, we're all playing magic but You know, none of us know what's going to happen. So, scoops to everyone for getting through this. Preemptive, we're getting through this.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: 100%. For sure. Any poops? Oh yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, that kind of
1: sucks. Oh, also, I am going to extend that actually to all, all the people who have to work through all this, like the grocery store workers, the truck drivers. Yeah, good. The, yeah, the, the truck drivers bringing stuff to the stores, so the stores don't just go completely empty. Like you guys are huge too.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: totally. All right, Pat. What about you? Uh, uh,
0: I don't really have anything this week, honestly. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll echo what you guys said. It seems like a good good place to be. Uh, and, uh, you know, the teachers who are doing their best to, uh, get some homework to my kids, I guess, and make sure they're still learning while they're away from school for a few weeks. That's pretty cool.
1: Wait, uh, your teachers did, my nieces, like, their teachers are just like, all right, you're on your own. Like, they gave, oh, no. nope. they gave, they gave my niece, like, a packet of worksheets that she finished in two days and hasn't had any work to do for, like, the last two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like... I, I, I seriously think this is going to have, like, long-standing <laughs> effects on America's children. Like, are, we're going to have an entire generation of kids that probably should just be held back a year. They're just going to mm-hmm. have, have their education delayed.
0: Yeah, it's kind of wild, actually. It is so crazy.
1: Wilson's laughing in my face because I, I debated him on the merits of homeschooling not too long ago. And then <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's homeschooling. Wilson got me. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. Yeah, they're actually giving my kids like a
0: lot of homework, so it's been a little frustrating because it's like too much. Because neither of us, you know, my wife is a uh, works at a hospital and I'm, um, you know, consider, still considered essential, so neither of us are home all day, so it ends up being a lot of work for us in the evening. So we just oh, have yeah. the kids do what do what we find to be um, like a good amount, and then we're calling it quits.
1: So are your are you, are your kids your parents just have your kids?
0: Yeah, my mom watched the boys for us during the day when we we're at work. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so that works out nice. But um, yeah, it's just uh, so we send her with work for the kids too. So they did a couple hours of work with her, and then we bring them home and sometimes do work at home depending. But I think you know the teachers are doing that the best they can. They're they're trying to figure out a good balance too for the students. So it's just cool they're doing their best to you know use Google Classroom and send us send us printouts of stuff and you know just trying to make sure the kids stay busy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing for, like, high school students who can log into Google Classroom and do that, but, like, you can't expect a four-year-old to log into right. Google Classroom and, you know, pay attention, and yep. geez. Yeah, exactly, so. Crazy. Yeah, it's all good, though. Well.
2: Just uh, one one thought that I had, sort of going back to the 100K, is that it's, if you're interested, is Probably very worthwhile to get on the wait list because it is a year away. Yeah. No, and you know, uh, as we all know, no one can predict the future, so there's probably be spots opening over the course of the next thirteen months.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. I'm num- I'm number nine on the wait list.
0: Yeah, I don't know what good. number I'm at, but I'm I'm also on the wait list thanks to Jerry, and uh, that was a bunch of people who dropped out of the, the last one um so there's a good chance that we'll be able to make it in at some point
1: you mean the one that got canceled because of coronavirus They're... no not that one the other the, pre- one, previous <laughs> oh, that, yeah, the one previous yeah yeah, yeah I was gonna say. People, you
0: know, things things happen people change their minds and that which is which is fine you know so
1: well should we get into rounding it out pat sure
0: yeah uh so anthony if someone wants to get a hold of you uh or you know check out kind of where your decks are at or watch your stream where can they find you
2: um, i stream on twitch uh, my handle is traswidden t r a s w i d d e n um can also you know uh, reach us through the manituders website which is manituders.com but uh, also i'm on i'm on your discord you could also join the the death discord with our <laughs> death discussions and death lists um, so that so those are the probably the 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 three best ways
1: i hope you guys just play death clock 24 7 in that discord (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah but um yeah come hang out on the stream it's it's uh it's pretty wild
1: yeah well uh and you can also just youtube uh mana tutors and come up with the videos we'll uh post those in the show notes too they're uh they're hilarious take a look definitely
0: (laughs) awesome well thanks so much for coming on and hanging out man hey thanks a lot thanks for having me again absolutely absolutely uh, all right, well, let's wrap this up. If you want to find Jerry, he's at JME3RD. You can find me at Pat Uglow. The stream is twitch.tv slash Leaving Legacy. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LALMTG. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Leaving Legacy. Uh, we're on Hipsters of the Coast, of course. Join the Facebook group, it's a great place to get a hold of us and other like minded magic players. And uh, you can email us leaving a legacy at hipsters of the coast.com. And of course, as always, thanks to Justin Lutz. He's our audio tech sound engineer. Make sure that we, uh, you know, he scrubs out all the noise of my children yelling in the background every week. And really appreciate that. And
1: <laughs> he's also, uh, an eight time Tony award winner for best supporting actor. Uh, really? Yeah. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Sorry, buddy.
0: Well, you know, everyone's got to have a support, you know, it's <laughs> important. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Shout out to Justin shout out to Justin. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. We'll catch you all next week.
1: Bye!